Blog Talk Radio. Not to sound like a total and complete fool. 
Okay, so the Intercontinental Champion and the United States Champion is on the same roster? I mean, kind of cool, right? So, what matches interested me? I'm not sure, dude. There's a lot of matches that interest me, but I'll get to the SmackDown Live review as soon as this freaking fracking thing loads. Sometimes things outside are a bit slower than normal. So, Kevin Owens show... Okay, so <clears throat> Balor defeated Mustafa Ali, Carmella versus Charlotte did catch that, it was on the horn with Lady Lynn, so Charlotte tapped out Carmella, no shocker there, Becky two belts addresses, you know, she said, I'm here to not only do it on Raw, I'm here to do it on SmackDown Live. Okay, that prompted the Iconics to come out and say that Becky was uninteresting, that their titles were more interesting, yada, blah, blah, blah. But before that, Ember Moon, Bailey. So Ember Moon, Bailey, Andy Rose, Sonya Deville, an eight woman tag match. Ember Moon, Bailey, Kyrie Sane, the big surprise. Oscar and Bailey defeated Rose. I'm reading through the questions, folks. That's why I'm kind of distracted right now. Okay. Yeah, Kyrie Sand hit the in, or insane elbow on Royce. One, two, three. Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Kevin Owens versus Cesaro, Rusev, and Nakamura. The New Day and Owens defeated Rusev, Nakamura, and Cesaro. Blah, 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 blah. Vince McMahon came out and announced the biggest acquisition. Go figure, it was Elias. He does love him, hate him. That's not the biggest acquisition that Vince said he was going to acquire. The big dog, Roman Reigns. Go figure, right? <clears throat> Roman's batted leukemia. He stayed up to the big dog. Now he's on the blue brand. So that means Seth Rollins is left solo on Monday Night Raw. No big deal. What is, you know, what is my overall assessment on the blue brand? I can tell you. I I think it was kind of a B minus. It wasn't. It was another teaser for Bray Wyatt. But folks, I'm going to get to the bread and butter of my discussion seat. The 1996 and 99th phase of wrestling was there was a lot of people leaving unsatisfied or due to circumstances like the Montreal Screwjob that changed the course of professional wrestling. Now, there's been talks of Sasha Banks leaving, and I think it's going to happen. There's been talks of Alexander, or not talks, but Alexander Wolf. Luke Harper, The Revival, possibly, maybe, don't know. The status of a wrestler leaving, does that affect the company, does it not? Will people follow suit in leaving for another company? I don't know. That's up to them. And I discussed this with Granny Holkster last night, or yesterday, on this show. And the fact of the matter remains, you had a lot of big names leaving companies. Like WCW was notorious, and so was WWE and ECW. 
that's what I'm saying, folks. From the time of 1996 and then on, because WWE let go of Lex Luger. They let go of Hogan. was the biggest one. Um, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were the pioneers back in the day as the outsiders. Bret Hart in 97, the Montreal Screwjob. A lot of history happened. But history now. Will an impact professional wrestling if Sasha Banks decides to leave? Turn up and say, you know what? I have found better. I'm doing better. And y'all can do what you want. I'm not having it. She was in WWE. She's a seven-time women's champion. No, she was a five-time women's champion or four-time women's champion, raw women's champion. First ever one half of the SmackDown Live and, well, actually, women's tag team champions with Bayley. Her stats go on and on, but it's not just about Sasha. Alexander Wolf, a part of a successful group that was had a miniature run in NXT in 2016. And then when they got called up to Maine, they just, you know, were placed all over the place. And I just want to, you know, point out that Sanity was one of my favorite groups. So am I going to discuss that the entire podcast? No. I am going to say that sometimes shit happens. And sometimes the satisfaction ranking isn't all there. And sometimes the company just doesn't know what to do with the talent. Because they have their big names that they have to worry about. So that is what it is. Luke Harper leaving kind of disappoints because, well, woulda, coulda, shoulda. His character in WWE went from being one of the Wyatt family members to feuding with Daniel Bryan to basically being a part of a dominant tag team called not the War Raiders, my friend. That's <laughs> That's a completely different tag team. The point is, they could have done, they should have done, they would have done. You hear that a lot. They released a statement from each person. The Bludgeon Brothers. You know, Luke Harper was a part of the Bludgeon Brothers, and that team absolutely dominated and made people live in fear. Of course, they couldn't hit people with those mallets, you know, unless you want to Triple H the whole thing and just put your fist in front to give less impact. But, you know, I think that his success, Alexander Wolf really didn't stand out unless he was a part of a group. But you never know until you see him elsewhere in wrestling elsewhere. ICW Progress Wrestling. By the way, what's up, UK? What's up, Australia, Latvia, Indonesia? What's up, United States of America? What's up, everybody that listens to this show? Just started to, I'm sorry, I decided to take a break into a segue because you need a break in between random coherent rambling. <clears throat> so, you know, normally folks, I don't tail into this because 
<clears throat> or I don't dive right into off the rails uncensored, but I'm going to, as I've done so before, because it's actually, yeah, I'm going to. Buckle up your seatbelts, fuckers. If you have children, put earmuffs on their phones, put headphones on their ears. Do whatever you have to do to keep them out of the room because there's adult language used in this content, TV 14, mature audience, what the fuck else you want me to warn you with, but I did just fair warn you. So if you have any children within the vicinity, please, I beg of you, do not let them listen to this. And if you are cool parents, tell them not to repeat anything that I have said on this show at school. Understand? All right. So without further ado, hit my fucking music so I can get to my fucking point. Dig it. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of time being let's face it the 1996 to 1990 phase of wrestling was as follows you had a lot of men coming in and out during that time period and even before 1996 through 1999 you had a lot of men and women transferring position you know transferring companies I should say list include Sensational Sherry Luna Vachon And you had plenty of guys like Lex Luger, Mr. Perfect. You had, of course, Hulk Hogan. At the time, you know, Razor and Diesel, they were playing this angle up in WCW that they were, you know, invading. Same thing, man. There's very similar, there's a lot of similarities in between those departures and their signing date in WCW varied when you think of Sasha, Luke Harper, Alexander Wolf, Ty Dillinger. I mean, the list can go on and on. You want me to give you the lowdown on why... 1990s, why I picked the years 96 to 99, because <clears throat> in that time period of wrestling, there were two to three companies. In this time period of wrestling, there you've got your Ring of Honor, you've got New Japan, you've got CZW, which is the uh, bold and brazen version of ECW, just, you know, however you, whatever you guys fancy. Then you've got AEW, and of course, I call it the juicy steak when everybody wants to take their fork and get a piece of and taste WWE. You have multiple names going out of the company. 
And was it a big blow? Who knows? I don't know. But what I do know is I can present you with certain facts that may bore you to tears, but there is some truth behind it. You look at the releases, currently speaking, thereof in WWE, and these names were big names when they got from, you know, they, they were plucked from Ring of Honor. They're put in NXT, and now, years later, they're leaving. You spend, well, in Sasha's case, five and a half years, almost six, with the company. Luke Harper also spent time in NXT as well, folks. It's just... It's just a matter of, okay, where are we going? What's our success rate? How can we feel good again? Because in 1996 through 99, Edge just was a war. You came through WCW doors, you know, formerly of WWE, unless your name was synonymous or really big. You really had to prove your worth. There were guys, okay, Chris Jericho. Did he go back and forth in between companies? He started out in ECW. He ended up in WCW. He ended up really making a lot of matches great. Went to WWE in 99. Was in and out between the last three, four years. They took him off the signature. Now he's in AEW, and now they're, I don't know the company's mission statement and what they're doing and how they're doing it, but from what I gather, they're building around Jericho. But you have all these big names, and you have all these signings coming out, or about to come out, or come forward, I should say. That's a better phrasing of it. With Sasha Banks, Luke Harper... Alexander Wolf, Ty Dillinger. There's more. There's more, folks. Will they shine better? Will they be given free range if they sign with AEW or Ring of Honor? Who knows? But if you caught wrestling in New York two weeks ago with WrestleMania, with G1 Supercard, with House of Glory, you notice New York, we love wrestling. But I'm not talking about just one specific area that pertains to liking. Professional wrestling. This is not about liking or loving. This is about people leaving world wrestling entertainment. And are they leaving a comfort zone? I don't think so because they know as individuals where to go, how to get there. And if they do sign with AEW, cool. Because Sasha unfollowed WWE and now she started following Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, and all that. 
she's not the only name that makes me question. Luke Harper, depending on where he was being directed, you know, the last time last we saw of him was the Andre the Giant Battle Royal Memorial. Alexander Wolf, to me, guys, because of what WWE, how they depicted him, more well, more or less, becomes a part of a group. And as far as <clears throat> the revolving door that was 1996 and 1999 between three historical companies better known as World Wrestling Federation and now in the early part of 2001-2002 World Wrestling Entertainment the vibes and the feels that came out of those major signings like Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit Booker T by Jendrak even you know for the women back in the day those signings were huge and they did mean a great deal to the companies that acquired them. Like, okay, I wonder how those conversations were in the locker room when you found out somebody new got signed. Probably were on the edge of your seat. You probably were thinking, gee, who, you know, who's going to sign who next? I can guarantee you is it's like, okay, not just Bret Hart, Hogan, Savage, Piper, Flair, even the Ultimate Warrior at one point signed to WWE, God rest his soul. These signings, do they make an impact on how people view the wrestlers? Don't know. Some people are very picky. Some people know what they want. I just want to see professional wrestling. That's it. I want to see a group of people tell a story. And if their story gets told way too much, I won't watch. Plain and simple. Anyways, back to the point. So 1996, 1999 phase repeating itself. In professional wrestling, let me be specific. Some of you did not hear what Hunter had to say at Hall of Fame. It was in the regard to a company that hasn't even scratched the surface yet as far as you know, getting its feet wet and being around for a year to two years. Because there were people that were chanting AE dubs, AE dubs, Guys, what were you trying to accomplish? I mean, look, AEW hasn't even begun to scratch the surface. They're already keeping their eyeballs open for any more defectees or, you know, signees that they could possibly sign from Ring of Honor, WWE, New Japan. That's just the nature of the business now. Some of you are asking, do you think this is a war when it comes to people getting signed? And what's the magnitude Of their signing. 
magnitude of Ty Dillinger, the magnitude of Luke Harper, Sasha Banks. That name keeps coming up. Are there any more people being released from WWE or New Japan or Ring of Honor? I don't know. What I do know is sometimes history repeats itself, and it's good because then that means better product, better quality, pretty much better everything when it comes to pro wrestling. Sorry for the background noise, folks, and I am getting distracted, but when an individual says, do you think professional wrestling is going to suffer, that depends on what professional wrestling you follow. If you think WWE is going to suffer because one person is out of the lineup, like what was said, you know, during a camp at Monster Factory, if you think you can't be replaced, think again. Because you can be. You're just a spoke on the wheel. They'll find a new spoke for that wheel to keep rolling around. You can get hurt. You can get a lot of unfortunate, have a lot of unfortunate things happen to you in this business. The question is, will you be able to survive all that and make a damn good comeback? Anyways, moving forward, folks. I remember as a kid growing up seeing all these names just come in and out the doors of WCW, WWE. ECW for that matter too because they invaded WWE quite often. You know, Rob, the likes of Rob Van Dam, the Dudley Boys. Did you know, folks, that back in the day ECW did was beating WWE in ratings up until – the birth of the Attitude Era. Yeah, Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff, and Vince McMahon, those were different times. Now it's Triple H, Vince McMahon, Stephanie, Shane, whomever's in charge going up against Tony, as he likes to call himself, at AEW. Been reported that he's going to air live shows on the CW, but it's not been confirmed. Citing all these names, you know, like Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, the talent agents that are stepping down from WWE, like Billy Gunn and Road Dog. <clears throat> Billy Gunn is reportedly going to, as you heard it at Hall of Fame, which was probably bleeped out, AEW. They work as a talent agent. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? It depends on how you look at it. X-Pac, Six-Pac, One, Two, Three Kid, whatever you want to call him. That too was, that guy was in and out of the company or companies, WWE, WCW. How does that parallel the names that are being How does that parallel the current scene in professional wrestling now? 
angel fishes. <clears throat> My gentle snowflakes. We, as wrestling fans, can argue to the cows come home that 1996 was a different time period. It is. It's just the the time period in which wrestling was very different. WCW was on the rise because you had Kevin Nash and Scott Hall's contracts, which were up, and Vince wasn't going to renew their contracts, so they left. Same thing with the individuals that have already left. And I'm going to pull up something if I can. On individuals that have left because I don't want to repeat the same name. Well, Austin Aries, Neville, and all them, they've left the WWE. You know, to pursue something better. While I'm doing that, I just want to say... So there's been eight individuals that have left, according to a site called Sportster.com. And (laughs) this may be old. Summer Ray, there's one that's already gone. She's already, this is old. This has to be old. Ryback, he's gone. Enzo Amore, he's out. Okay. So there's no articles that I'm going to read. Cody, of course, he left. He's in, He's made the biggest name for himself. Cameron, goodbye. I don't know where you are. Her and Naomi used to be a pair. Austin Aries, okay. He's, you know, whatever. Alex Riley. Haven't heard that name in a while, but I'm just leading off past names as well. Jack Swagger gone a long time ago. Eva Marie. There's just, they're not big impacts. Well, Eva Marie, not so much. Whatever. Joey Mercury. He stayed with Team Damian Sandow, which would be interesting to see him and Elias. So he, he's gone. James Ellsworth. Don't know why. <clears throat> There's names that I don't really care for. So, you have Damian Sandow, he's gone and out of the business. He's semi-retired. Ellsworth, conflict, as conflict can be. Rich Swan left on whatever, you know, shit happens. Emma, goodbye. Sasha Banks, Luke Harper, and Alexander Wolf as the latest. There might be more people, folks, that have decided you know, to leave the doors of World Wrestling Entertainment. It just so happens I reported you more names that you already know left, and I feel like a doofus, but in 2019, that was the problem. (laughs) Okay, so the parallel between 96 and 2019. There's... So according to that, AJ Styles might leave. I'm not surprised. Another source that may be reliable, may not. Shinsuke, I'm not going to be surprised. Dolph Ziggler has already expressed interest in leaving. Lesnar, goodbye, don't care. Matt and Jeff Hardy, they're still tag team champions, but it doesn't mean they're not going to.
<clears throat> well, that kicks on. So, wow. AJ, the Hardys, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke. The list is going to be very thin, but it does not necessarily mean that WWE won't capitalize or fail to capitalize on grabbing another Japanese star. They did grab one during WrestleMania weekend, signed him officially to World Wrestling Entertainment. I cannot pronounce his name to save my life, but I do know this. When you, the individual, and professional wrestling are not satisfied with what you're doing, how you're doing, and what direction you're going, it's more than just those factors. Like, money can be a thing. You can be satisfied with making money, be content, and just eventually retire knowing that you didn't do shit. Or you can go places and make, you know, your name good again or well aware or make the fans aware of who you are, what you are, and what you're about. Because back in the day, man, WCW was all right. They had some names leaving their company. Not to say that, you know, transfers don't happen. Because in life, if you're not satisfied with your job, you leave. If you have another job lined up. If you don't have one lined up, then screw it. 1996 to 1999 phase of wrestling repeating itself. And I don't know. It's always one big question mark with professional wrestling. It's always evolving itself. It's always showcasing to the fans, this is what's in, this is what's new. So how does 1996, 1999 phase of professional wrestling keep occurring? Again, Sometimes wrestlers will go back if the situation and the feel is right. Like, what if AJ Styles leaves? What if, well, Ziggler hasn't been seen, so couldn't tell you. If AEW becomes one big major company, you're going to have a, like, you already have a split in professional wrestling. There's no doubt about it. But if those names sign on the dotted line, hypothetically saying, if AJ Styles, if Dolph Ziggler, if Shinsuke Nakamura decides to sign with AEW or Ring of Honor or New Japan, you've got a pretty much a, a big deal on your hands. And you got a war. One that individuals <clears throat> may pay attention to or say whatever man side I'm on I'm just fine because they actually give what we as fans want professional wrestling and you're going to have fan wars too due to these signings they did did Sasha leaving make a big deal of the women's division that name is a big deal because you have Sasha Bailey Charlotte Becky the original four horse women and of NXT can they live without her? Obviously, Becky has won two championships. But she's the first ever to do so. Uh, Charlotte did just fine last night against Carmella. So, I mean, it depends. It depends on how you look at it. Ty Dillinger leaving WWE, I mean, they never really did anything with him except for, you know, maybe 
gave a glimpse into what could have been with Randy Orton. But uh, did they give him Shinsuke Nakamura? No, they gave Ty Dillinger what they do, what they did, and everyone they gave from NXT or not everyone. Shinsuke, Joe, Ty Dillinger, and Balor's yet to win the United States Championship. Maybe my question is to everyone that's asking me on Instagram, what do you guys think would be the end result? Because to be quite honest with you, some of the names leaving the organization of WWE, Alexander Wolf, how he was presented, psychopath, you know, part of the group sanity as an individual, how does he fit any other wrestling company? Cody Rhodes made a point that no matter where he goes, he's just going to be that guy that can put on not only a show, but he can leave you guys thinking, holy shit, I want to go see this match again. Or I want to see it, but I want to see if you can outdo the last match you had. How is this anything similar to 1996, 399? I can tell you folks, because if it weren't for certain individuals leaving and signing to go elsewhere, such as Bret Hart, such as Hogan, Piper, Savage, Warrior, Flair... Legion of Doom, occasionally, you know, they were out of WCW long before, but they were impactful tag team. And just like their impact of signing to WWE back in the early 90s was huge. Do you know why? Because they were the Legion of Doom. They were known throughout Japan, everywhere knew who these guys were. So the signings back in the 90s and the signings that are happening now, they do, they do have impact. Whether people see it or not, can WWE find similar talents? Yeah. Like I said, some people feel that they are just spokes on the wheel. Would Sasha, you know, change her mind? I don't know. But she seems to be the biggest name. Outside of that, Luke Harper, okay, that depends on how you view him, if you're a true fan, in quote. Alexander Wolf, for the same matter. A long time ago, they let go of Pac and Aries, and, or Neville, or whatever he goes by. Enzo and Cass. Depends, folks, on the situation that calls for it, because... Enzo and Cass were big names in WWE back in NXT when they first started, but now not so much. Here's why. Enzo and Cass, Enzo was the mouth, Cass was the talent, or (laughs) however you want to view it. When they got to Maine, That, again, that depends on how you view them. And it's basically carried over in through NXT to main roster. They got up, they got the call up to Monday Night Raw. Carmella, not, you know, withstanding, she's still employed. So there's that. They were seen at G1 Supercard. Again, all these potential signings and signings, they do have impact because now people are going to view 
ROH is like, wow, they finally get an injection of more charisma and more controversy. They've already got Bully Ray and Flip Gordon, who's on the side. They've got, or they had Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and the Briscoe Brothers. Well, the Briscoe Brothers are still there. <clears throat> and Hangman Page and Joey Janela, for that matter. They have a list, and they're using it. What I'm trying to get at, folks, is from 1996 to 1999, that was the time when fans were really getting into professional wrestling, and they still are. If you are still a wrestling fan, still getting into what professional wrestling is, now it's the dirt sheets and all the bullshit that seem to uh, grasp people's attention. Dirt sheets, meh. Articles, yes. Is that the same as dirt sheets? Maybe. Talking about people coming and going, leaving and signing. So the potential signings of Nakamura, the Hardy brothers, Dolph Ziggler, those names, in my opinion, would make a huge impact if they were to sign to AEW. Do you know why? I guess free range, freedom to not live within the confines of a three-paragraph handwritten-out promo. Have that, has that format changed in WWE? I don't know. Because things don't sound as forced. They sound a little better. But imagine those names being signed to not only AEW. Someone could go to Japan. Someone could go to Ring of Honor. Someone could go to Progress Wrestling. You never know. Speaking of that, I need to catch up on my NXT UK once I get off here. But... I just feel, folks, that it's a big deal when certain names are not part of the flow because if you think on this, if you think WCW, ECW, WWF, or E, the major, holy shit, I can't believe they signed this guy type thing, you know, like Dustin Runnels, Signing to WCW back in the day, you know, not as Goldust, but the gimmick that he was given in WCW back in 1999 because things weren't working quite well with him and management or whatever what was going on. Sometimes signees can lash out at your company if you do something stupid. And sometimes big signing names can be big busts. In some cases, not. And actually, most cases. What I'm trying to say here in a long, fucking winded way is times are changing. And I can't wait to be watching two wrestling channels at the same time. I put a big old grin on my face because I just want to give a shout out to my man, uh, William. Can't wait till you get home. You know, love your service to your country, babe. And uh, I will, uh, I will forever love you to the day I die. Just saying. Now, just giving a shout out on there. I normally don't do that, folks, but love you, and I cannot wait till you get home. 
I know you're probably going to fast forward to this point, so I shall send you a shout-out. Much love to you. I cannot wait till you get back home. <clears throat> oh, okay, anyways, from that randomness. In professional wrestling, you'll always have signings that make your head turn, that make you go, damn, I want to turn on this TV, and I want to turn, or turn on my computer, my tablet, my iPad, my phone, whatever source I have so that I can see this awesome shit. And I believe AEW is paralleling WCW just a little bit. And, it, you know, they're doing things differently. I believe, you know, giving the wrestlers incentives like, okay, we'll be giving our wrestlers health insurance and this, that, the other may have its good points and its drawbacks, but he's a billionaire. So Tony Khan, Godspeed, man. Let's see what you can do as far as professional wrestling goes. So, and also, you know, to guys and gals, uh, NWE probably don't care probably believe or know that I'm a mark, but I can't wait to see what you guys do either because the product is either going to get better or stay the same, do whatever it does, but know this, I'm a podcast host and I will report to you all how I feel, and not just how I feel, but what I've observed and try to do in a professional manner. Like I said, the whole Lacey Evans thing, I'm not apologizing for because here's the deal. There are plenty of people in the back that can make their claim to making or having a good match with Becky, but that's aside from the point I will get back on track. 1996 to 1999 was a huge deal in professional wrestling. Ratings were just back and forth between WCW and WWE. ECW, they didn't really have a cable network. Then you had Impact Wrestling that came after all this hoopla. And when TNA, actually, whatever they call it, TNA came about, folks. (laughs) It was great. You had Alex Shelley, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle. You had everyone. You had the X Division. And then, you know, when things started going south, all the boys started leaving. Bobby Roode, you know, the Dudleys even came back for a little bit. You had, I mean, sure, Vampiro and them, Vampiro wasn't even involved. I mean, maybe he was staying for a little bit. And then when Hogan and Bischoff came, that's when things, you know, they didn't go as planned and company didn't fold up. They just renamed it and rechristened it as Impact Wrestling. But the point is, folks, people get signed, they go different places, they do wonderful things, right? Is it going to be war? You bet your ass it is. You heard the words of uh, Triple H at Hall of Fame that was bleeped out. And Vince will outright own the company in a year. How about them apples? He didn't say the how about them apples, but he said, you know, they chanted that name in... It did incite anger, just a smidgen, but not too much. Anyways, folks, that'll do it for today. If you'd like to download the episodes, they are free on iTunes. You can go to iTunes, download me, 
Download Granny Holster and Lady Lynn. The episodes that they're on, of course, for free. Listen to them on Facebook and Twitter because I'll be promoting, promoting, promoting. If you didn't like what I have to say, then I got three choice words for you. Actually, six. I love you, William, and uh, forget about it. Personality, the cult of personality, the cult of personality.